listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. There's nigga, there's never been a nigga this good for this long. This hood or this pop, this hot or this strong. With so many different flows, there's one for this song. The next one I switch it up, this one will get bit up. These fucks too lazy, they make up shit. They crazy, they don't paint pictures, they just trace me. You know what? Soon they forget they where they pluck, they whole style from. Then they forget, then they reverse the outcome. I'm like, tuh i'm not a biter i'm a writer for myself and others i say a big verse i'm only bigging up my brother bigging up my borough i'm big enough to do it i'm that thorough plus i know my old flow is foolish so them rings and things you sing about bring them out it's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth i'm in new sneakers dual seaters few divas what more can i tell you let me spell it for you w-i-double-l-i-e what does that spell anyway hey welcome to the the black guy who tells podcast with your whole uh with your with your uh your uh, host rod and i was trying to put together what it spelled it was um they spelled w literally d-o-u-l-v-l-e dash u so in my mind i didn't picture the actual w the letter w because he's spelling willie i was like but in my mind i was like the fuck is w I was thinking U U I L L I E. I was like, the Yuli? What is anyway? How y'all doing? It's the end of the week for some of y'all. Um program note, letting y'all know Friday morning, ten AM, me and Bossy will be recording this too much. So you have that to look forward to. All my this uh this is us uh watchers who like to hear a recap of me and Bossy Ickby talking about uh what, how we feel about the show you can uh write in all your sophie defenses and kevin hate and all the other things y'all write in just because y'all disagree trying to cape for toby and stuff you do that uh the blackout is at gmail.com um as for uh premium people uh balls deep sports is tomorrow at 10 a.m so thursday 10 a.m is premium um and then freemium is friday 10 a.m 10 a.m um of course uh the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast brought to you by shadow dog productions youtube page go to youtube.com slash user slash shadow dog production no s or just type in shadow dog productions on youtube go click on their videos like some things share it leave five stars thumbs up whatever it is on youtube they appreciate it we appreciate it helps the show out also this episode is brought to you by loot crate you're listening to a walking dead recap okay now you may be in denial about it but you a fucking nerd okay yeah i i, I get it. i don't even watch the show well you're vicariously nerding through us help us out okay go to lootcratecom slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt get three dollars off of a monthly mystery crate that is filled with items from all the best pop culture nerd franchises all the geek culture stuff you get t-shirts and buttons and stickers and books and collectible comics and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff action figures uh collectibles and if you don't like it yourself give it to the geek in your life okay christmas is coming up this would be a perfect time to hop on with this uh deal lootcrate.com slash tbgwt enter code tbgwt get three dollars off any new subscription and this time god damn it i'm not gonna forget to open the box later on the show <laughs> we are gonna make it happen today okay guys it's just it's just us um so uh let's get started okay we're gonna talk about the walking dead um because uh that's what the people really came to hear about um of course this was episode 
i want to say four of season yeah four of season eight the 103rd episode overall um and um it was basically the last time we left off king ezekiel was uh his whole crew of 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 kingdom mites kingdom dwellers and the soldiers were all shot the fuck up by what appeared to be a amazingly powerful. powerful rifle and they all jumped on zeke and protected him but at the same time at the, at the cost of their lives and we didn't know what happened to everybody and that was the end of the last episode so this episode some guy um which is um had an 8.69 rating so a little higher than last week uh but still this season seems to be hovering around the eight and a half million uh area anyway um this episode picks up right when that happens right afterwards this is one of the rare episodes that there's a continuation yeah right? no like we get one flashback in the whole episode we don't change locations uh we don't go to the hilltop or anything like that um and uh i'll ask you first karen what were your thoughts on this episode in general i enjoyed it a lot i like the fact that they didn't skip because it's one of those things where sometimes you don't mind being teased but it was like the way they ended there you was like holy shit to you as the audience member you i'd almost got mad if they took us somewhere else it's like okay we're in the middle of a war so you've introduced all the characters it's like let's talk about this war don't be bullshitting around about nothing so i'm glad that they did that and i really liked that they literally just picked up where they left off last episode i uh, uh, applaud them for that yeah it also felt a little bit like um um like it it gave us the straightforward storytelling um and i really i mean i don't know what people are saying about the show to be honest i don't keep up with everybody's opinion on it Mm but um i really think the storytelling this season has gotten so much sharper yes it has like they just like everything is just so tight it's you know even the way we've been recapping it our recaps have been shorter now because everything is just linear it's just this happened this happened this happened or in this location this happened this location this happened this look and they and it's it's not a lot of back and forth it's not a lot of flashback that we still haven't got a one-on-one episode about a like and before the apocalypse they used to be like this i think right now that i know eventually because the season's so long they will Mm-hmm. uh but right now they know that people came for the war so they're literally showing you the war they are giving us a war right which is what people ask for um you know they ask for people dying they i mean because the thing is, is so many characters you knew people people were going to die like you knew it was going to be bloody you knew it was going to be heartbreaking you know like this is the part of of war and i think uh i am here for everything but i know for a lot of people they feel like they drug us to get here and because of that for a lot of people they lost interest because they just drug and drug and drug and drug and i think they actually stretched out uh jeffrey dean morgan in my opinion um with the ending with glenn and all that stuff them not telling us and stuff like that um and i know initially when we talked about that i was highly upset but uh uh part of that was because batman v superman uh was part of my anger um uh, but it actually was brilliant because it kept people coming back and you know came back and it had some of the highest ratings ever when it came back 
and i think it's kind of plateaued to the fact that you either in or out when it comes to it now and i like this because now in my particular opinion it's more enjoyable watching the show it's more enjoyable watching the timeline you know it's almost like the core people who actually enjoy the show are here around of course you're gonna have people that still watching don't like the show but you don't have as many yeah i also just think in general um like i said it's better storytelling too yes, like it's it not just like i yeah there are people that hate the show that somehow stick around and complain every week get i get it but um more importantly the storytelling in general has just been it's been better storytelling like it, it feels like less filler to me something's right. happening every week whether you feel it's predictable predictable or a cliche or not that's up to you i'm not really trying to judge that for people but as far as the episodes where you feel like well nothing happened this episode i feel like people are more going out of their way when they say that now as opposed they are last year that felt to be episodes to me where i was like you know what it's not a stretch of the imagination to say not much happened this week right Um, are y'all just doing this to feel the drag on yeah every week i feel like something happened so far um so yeah and it feel like we're in a war we'll see what happens when uh they retaliate and shit but let's get into this uh episode is called some guy and like i said this recap is pretty straightforward mm-hmm. um like it, it's pretty crazy how straightforward it is um so um we start with uh and we stay in one location the whole time and it's carol and them kingdom niggas mm-hmm. okay no more war zone shootout with aaron and eric er- eric's dead aaron's taking that baby uh to uh to hilltop uh, we don't get any hilltop this week. We don't get anything in Alexandria this week. Um, and we don't get, um, anything with, um, Jesus or any of that stuff. Like, we're completely off that. So, uh, it starts with, uh, Ezekiel in the morning in his, uh, what appears to be his room, his bed chambers or whatever. And at first I thought this might have been like before the Z pocket. I thought we were getting a long distance flashback. Me too turns out it was like that morning and so this nigga wakes up he in a head wrap with his pajamas on uh real black looking super black uh, <laughs> he, he was even uh getting his dreads together which is realistic right and he gets his dreads together shaves his neck a little bit twist up his locks then he put on his king clothes all this and it's so beautiful it's all in silence it takes about a minute and a half two minutes it's not a long scene um but it's basically watching him put on his face right because we know that he's an actor we know that essentially he is fake it till you make it guy and he we are watching him literally as he's putting on his armor he's also putting on the armor of this facade this mask of the king that he wears every day to inspire these people to trust in him as a leader and you watch him put on his face in the mirror you know um and there, while this is happening there's a montage of all the kingdom soldiers saying goodbye to their families because apparently this is the night before the day the morning of them going to do this attack the attack that they're going to have on the savior's compound so you know we're flashing back basically to earlier in the day right um and zeke looks outside and sees everybody telling everybody goodbye and you can see he literally puts that smile on his face that we're gonna be okay i'm you know we're everything's gonna be fine don't worry about it smile that he has that inspires confidence that carol was looking at like this nigga's a damn fool that but now she be smiling right because it's infectious yeah that confidence and when it's working you know when it's working it's working right 
um so we get that little like scene or whatever and then um uh i want to say trying to think if this one that happened no 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 this isn't what happened okay so then he goes outside and he gives his rallying speech and i actually have this speech on youtube and i want to play it for everybody is it showing in chat game mm-hmm. all right um so i'm gonna play the audio for y'all because this is so good y'all need to hear what king ezekiel sounds like y'all only hear my impression of him some of y'all Everybody in town squares gathered around him. He walks over to the youngest uh boy who I believe is the little brother of uh was it Benjamin who died the kid who died last season, he mm-hmm. had a little brother. Yes he did. I believe this is that kid. Fear not, young master Henry. You will be brave. Because you are brave. now one of the things i want to mention right here because i think people have kind of trivialized ezekiel to a point where it's almost like people just roll their eyes and just how would people even buy into this shit and i get it i mean but the nigga does have a tiger and stuff but in general um one of the things and the tiger does come downstairs with him by the way like he really handed the chain to a, to a person like hold my tiger like, <laughs> like you say hold my dog like whose job is that i don't want to be that guy anyway um he says uh the thing about this is ezekiel so loves his people he does love them he had made the bargain with the saviors a long time ago right this is not a war they had to fight necessarily he his people wanted to fight much like rick's people but some of his people wanted to fight and he went no we're not gonna do that he want to die i don't want y'all to die so this is a huge moment for him and i think in a way he's convinced himself as we've seen over the last two weeks the only way to fight this war is if he can convince himself no one will die like i don't think like in his mind he's like not one of us is gonna die that's the only way this is okay because if any of us die we didn't have to fight this war we could have traded pigs and melons forever you know um so 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 this big this is a big moment to me is him addressing these people that he knows you know he's gonna try to inspire that they're not gonna die but these motherfuckers might they're going out to fight a war yeah he understands that they might die too right <laughs> the kingdom music is always like this yes it is <laughs> we face dire challenge and chance our lives our way of life. It hangs in the balance. A fragile glass standing on a wire. High above the asphalt. As we pray for not one drop of rain under an overcast sky. I don't even know what that metaphor means, but yes, y'all, get them. <laughs> like, like, could you have coached up... Uh, the miami dolphins defense on monday night because i feel like come on i feel like this was the speech they needed at halftime for the giants (laughs) two weeks ago and yet i smile we will fight 
also shout out to our girl um that i forget her name but the muslim woman that we saw last yes, season yes who looked at that tiger like mm-hmm. the only person in this whole fucking kingdom that be looking at that tiger like yeah that's cool and everything but i'm gonna stay over here away from the tiger come on uh they, they I, I thought they had forgot about her she's still in the cast she didn't even have a speaking line she was just there like i'm still here and we will bleed and yet i smile we shall face men some cornered into their roles by circumstance some desperate murderers thrilled by blood we shall end them all as is our charge this day as is our sorrow and yet i smile we will leave our loved ones to traverse the dangerous road rushing out of peace into war yet i smile for we will mine glory from the rock of struggle this day we will honor and protect this this bastion of life in the land of the dead and we will win you trust the king we will win i smile i laugh i rejoice this day for on this day we are joined in purpose and vision we are of a singular heart and mouth. On this day, we are one. Yeah. Yeah. We are one. Yeah. We are one. I love how they show Carol's face and Carol still ain't believing it. Cause we saw that morning Carol was like, you don't get people killed. Like, you should calm all yeah, this shit down, this B. Is a, this is a part of war. Yeah. Cause Carol is like, all kind of walking in this shit for the first time. I've been doing this for a long time and it ain't as clean and cut as y'all think it is. Right. But his entire theme song. This is what it should have came out to. Today's a new day. Hey. Listen, he is smiling, no matter what. Uh, to a degree that is ridiculous. Um, but I, it's inspiring to me. I know it's a fucking TV show is ridiculous, but i'm ready to punch a zombie in the face like i'm ready to go kill some people and it's also one of those things too to where um not only does he have to motivate the people he has to motivate himself too because he doesn't know what's going to happen it's unpredictable to him it's unpredictable to them and like you told curl i mean curl everybody has something they want to believe in something and you have to give people something to believe in yeah and um also like this has worked for him Yes, regardless has. of how we feel about it and how he and his belief system we may think it's all luck and bullshit faking it till you make it has led him to all this prosperity in the z-pop he's completely remade his life from zeke the zookeeper from detroit to zeke the king uh because he just chose to go yeah i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna choose to believe this shit yeah 
and regardless of how people may feel about the character he actually does care about them it is it's not like he's doing this for for like a self-serving purpose he goes no i am doing this but i do care about my people i do love my people i want to protect my people because like you said the last thing he want to do was go to war because he said the last time they went people died and he was like never again right um so we ended up uh with him um like i didn't show it in the club just now but my favorite thing about this is right after they do that we we all won we all won and they all put their hands together y'all and they put it together like almost like a basketball team how everybody puts their hands in the huddle and they all gather around them it's like 20 30 people and then it immediately cuts to the last scene of last week when they all put their bodies in front of him as that gunshot at him and you see that pile of bodies where he used to stand Mm -hmm. and then he crawls out from under it just desperate like he's wounded he's breathing super heavy all he looking around all his niggas dead they don't push him to the edge um it was just a beautiful shot like essentially they lost a 28-3 lead in the super bowl yeah they did um and like he's so injured he can't even run yeah he think he got shot in the leg right and um he crawls over to uh, one of the guys bodies and he just yells just this this yell of anguish and pain of just i like these these people dying hurt him in a way that i think other people they've seen so much death and i think for him it, it just he hasn't seen the same things and you thought it broke him yeah like, like at that moment he broke yeah and i think also there's some culpability he feels because he's not crazy Mm-mm. that's the thing you know we'll no. get to it later but he's not crazy um crazy like a fox i guess but right. in his mind it's like i have culpability in these people's death they followed me out here i told promised them they wouldn't die we were all so close and we just got mowed down and these people are dead because of me right and he eventually crawls backwards to a gun that he tries to use like a cane because the the, the soldiers that are dead start to turn Mm-hmm. so who knows how long he was out under that pile or whatever correct but they started to turn and um he used that gun for a cane then he falls down then he um and actually i think right as they started to turn i think that's when the theme played i was waiting to play it yeah this nigga surrounded by zombies and he got a bullet in his leg and he limping and he ain't got his cane and he the, he fell down with the gun he had then he picked up a, a, a handgun shot a zombie in the head that ran out of bullets mm-hmm. then he tried to use the gun he was using for a cane as a gun that ain't had no bullets in it Mm-mm. and right then a, show, a soldier one of the kingdom soldiers showed up and saved him and he said it's too many just go and the dude was like no your majesty and like because they still they believe right? right and he picked them up and dude saved them anyway and zeke found his cane and keep in mind his cane has a sword in it and the guy helps him limp off and he's calling him your majesty the whole time but you can kind of see 
on ezekiel's face like a different type of look mm-hmm. you know the smile is gone all that shit is gone meanwhile inside the compound we get carol because carol said she was gonna go sweep the compound this before the shooting started which is something they should have done because the thing is is that all y'all rookies in carol's event mm-hmm. so she was like yeah yeah y'all happy because the dude the dude before everybody got mowed down he was like yeah all the bodies are accounted for mm-hmm. and carol was like but y'all still need to sweep the grounds mm-hmm and that's something that they should have done they should literally just went through and swept to be sure nobody else was around before you start high-fiving and celebrating with two minutes left in the game right um so they um they go they they cut to carol who's inside the compound and carol hears the saviors basically putting loading the gun up that they shot everybody with which bingo must have been one of those i said it last week i wasn't sure but it must have been one of those guns rick and daryl were looking for apparently those guns are special and now we know why they special damn uh, <laughs> uh so it has some rounds yeah and it takes like three or four people to even load the gun up and carry it. you gotta put it in a crate right like this is like these guns are heavy and heavy artillery um, right and that has a lot to do with why he was like, well, they moved him to another location, you know, and that's something that Dwight did not know. Yeah, um, right. So I'm assuming this is Gavin's compound that we're at. Correct. And um, Ozzy Gavin's probably not there. Well, we know Gavin's not there. He was trapped in the, um, with the zombies and with, right. with Negan and them. Correct. Um, so I'm assuming I'll, we'll get that episode soon where we got to see what's going on at the compound because I can't wait. Oh, that's going to be real. Because they're going to know somebody's snitching. Too much shit went wrong too much shit went wrong so um now um the carol's in there with these guys who are loading up the gun they're getting ready to ship out to another facility that and one dude is just running around like hurry up damn it let's go and other people are like we going he's like if i get in there i swear to god you know they're just doing all that shit um also giving us exposition you know like these guns have to go we're moving them and you know to the compound and, uh, you know just it's it's so funny when they do that but right, and how else we supposed to learn right and it also is one of those things too because that thing is so powerful they basically get them just mow those zombies down right well we get to what they're gonna do with it later but they were like we gotta go we gotta move out come on we gotta go to this facility so now the first thing i'm thinking is there's about 10 of these guys carol's in there by herself and i'm like oh shit these niggas trapped in here with carol what's gonna happen to him right they try i wouldn't be scared for her i was like they trapped with her only 10 some of them ain't gonna make it oh man the odds of that not good for y'all saviors <laughs> no uh so then they bring the crate with the gun into this room where this, the dude that was barking orders is being a dick about how long it's taking them to pack up the guns and while they're discussing it they're like how many more 50 cal bullets we got they all get mowed down by a machine gun we out of see. nowhere it looked like out of nowhere out of no just bah it's like what the fuck happened to these dudes right everybody just went down it like bullets just popped out of nowhere it, it zooms out carol was up in the motherfucking like ceiling she was in the ceiling like y'all. a gangster like like john mcclain and die hard yes just come out to the outpost we'll get together have a few laughs like just completely in the ceiling with a lighter shoots all these niggas to death 
hops out the ceiling stars looking for at the body she shoots two more like shoots them to make sure they dead mm-hmm. and before she can like really look at everything like maybe look for keys or something like that another savior comes out and like three or four people behind him too come out and they see her over the bodies and they shoot at her and she runs away and they say just let her go but um one dude does kind of go after her down the hallway but they they said just grab the guns let her go because it's more important that they get the knee and i'm I'm assuming and save Mm -hmm. them right now back to zeke outside zeke asked the dude to save them if he seen she would do like not since we got shot at and then immediately get he gets shot in the back and dies yes and this creepy looking savior that looked like jeffrey dahmer oh he looks so creepy with them glasses he look guys he looks so when i say he look like jeffrey dahmer i'm talking about he look like jeffrey dahmer he look like every serial killer you can imagine he come look on like he look like he did all the creepy shit all the creepy shit like it he like the mug shot for child porn uh people. okay I, i'm glad i'm not the only one that was like you you did some, you did something you ain't had no business doing dog right um so he comes out the shadow and grabs zeke puts a gun to him and says let's move your highness so now he's kidnapping him then he he he's like and he knows he's the king he realizes zeke's king got the sword in it so he makes him give that up he tucks it in his belt and he tells him uh you and zeke's like that's how i'm walking or whatever he's like well you can use the cane but you give me the sword so he keeps the cane part but he gotta give up the sword um and like all the saviors on this show he's a dick and he immediately starts telling zeke his plan before the shit pops off because <laughs> that's what they do all saviors have the same flaws just i'm gonna tell you they like bond villains like mr bond i'm gonna put you in a container of seals seals with diamond razor claws and like uh why are you just and then i'm gonna bomb the monastery and inside of that is the gold and like all right but if i escape i'm gonna be able to foil your plan i don't care there's no way i'm out i'm not gonna watch the rest of my trap bye <laughs> Uh, <laughs> i'm closed doors cop the light i'm sure it'll be okay ah you'll never escape excuse me dumbest henchman dumbest henchman can you watch james bond yeah watch the door thank you 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 don't look too smart stand over here make sure to turn your back to him as the as the ah! as the trap titans we don't want to you don't need to see this uh anyway he says he's bringing them to the sanctuary the jeffrey Dahmer's was like i'm bringing you to the sanctuary and um zeke is like uh how you gonna do that you can't get in because it's surrounded by the dead they can't get out and we can't get in so they basically trapped this is the plan and dude said man we got some some guns that'll mow them fucking zombies down and we're gonna get our people out of there we're gonna save negan and then i'm gonna give you to him and he gonna fuck you up um so the saviors now we notice you know now we know of course that this is connected the saviors that are loading the guns onto the truck have been tracked down by carol they they and they're in like a parking lot with a bunch of containers and shit and carol's hiding behind some containers and one of them says there's another three up at sanctuary and then some so what i'm thinking is that even if they manage to stop this gun it sounds like there's three more of these big ass guns at the sanctuary compound already so sanctuary compound might be able to mow these zombies down regardless anyway um there's probably nobody can get access to them right now maybe i don't know we don't know if they can or not correct we just know that they're going but you know with the lack of communication in the z we don't really know what's happening to save the compound 
um and if rick and them didn't know where the guns they all they thought they were all up there but if the guns were somewhere in the saver compound somewhere gavin's dwight apparently didn't know they snitched didn't know so um then uh zeke and carol's overhearing all this by the way all right so then back to zeke zeke is falling down and napoleon dynamite looking ass nigga is threatening him and he says uh he's like come on like king like zeke falls down he's like you can make it a little bit longer you made it this far and zeke was just basically like man just kill me now or let the zombies eat me because obviously they're still being chased by the fucking soldier zombies and napoleon dynamite gets all fucking preachy like yeah well you know you killed these people by being a king and these these guys they they still following your death that's ironic the the zombies are still following you in, in their armor just like in real life and zeke was like well i'd rather let the zombies kill me and rather than some meaningless uh he called that nigga uh oh, excuse me a meaningless foot he called him a despot's meaningless meaningless foot soldier which was some good 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 slander and he said tell me does negan even know your name and, I, and it takes a special kind of dumbass to do this and that's why i knew this dude was a dumbass this motherfucker pointed the gun at his own face talking about i'm negan and i'm like why do people with guns in their hand point the gun at their face to make a point like no it's me like what if the gun go off stupid anyway he was like i'm negan now get your ass up and he stepped on zeke's um wound right they would have been shot on his leg and it made him get up because he was in so much pain mm-hmm. and keep limping and the guy basically said you know we all know your story about you being a king and you got this fucking tiger um which by the way logistically makes sense this is gavin's group so they would all know the king Ezekiel story and shit uh but he's like you know basically like we all know your story you got this tiger well you working at the circus and he's like no he's like well i figured it wasn't a circus because circus people be mean to their tigers it would have ate you already so he was like you got this tiger you got some type it gave you an angle and people believe you and they follow you but you take away that tiger what's left it's just some meaningless man in a costume i'm like here he go trying to give bars back um meanwhile with carol carol comes from behind them containers and they have a shootout and it's really like one on five or one on four yeah it's one on five and Mm -hmm. she's just shooting out with them niggas a flat out shootout and it wasn't like anybody was getting hit because i mean she could she had five niggas shooting bullets at her at the same time so it was just a, a a shootout and she was pinned behind a truck and hiding in the wheel well area so she wouldn't get shot but mm-hmm. they were shooting the fuck up out of that truck she was just eventually gonna lose that war it was nothing she could do Mm-mm. and at the same time you can see that the unabomber has zeke uh with a gun to his head behind the fence in area and where this fence is is really close to where the shootout's happening mm. so carol and zeke and them are all in the same area and they, it's so close that they kind of see it and uh the unabomber's like so um is that your your people you still got people alive they fighting and zeke was like i guess you know and he said well that's too bad because we about to get a v- anything with wheels and i'm getting us out of here basically we're gonna go see negan and then a zombie walked up and the dude uh ted kaczynski fucking turned and shot that motherfucker in the head ah! and um when he did that he was distracted so zeke grabbed his sword out of the dude's belt and it cut the dude on the stomach a little bit 
and uh the dude before zeke could stab him hit him upside hit, hit zeke upside the head with his gun knocked him down stepped on his hand where he had the the, the sword in it and he was like it's over you took your shot and now it's over and get up and and like he didn't even kill him i and see to me that was weird because i was like that's the way you're supposed to kill him because if you i mean if you gonna what's the point you're about this point? that life yeah if you about that life you gotta kill this nigga but he still is convinced trying i gotta that, get him to trying to do that bind my log right trying to touch down dance and shit but he um but he doesn't even kill him he um basically says um uh takes the blood from his own cut on his stomach this is so gross sticks his fingers in the blood then he takes the blood while zeke is laying on the ground and he rubs it on his face in like a tribal pattern design Uh, racism uh and felt racist to me i don't know maybe it's just me y'all yes but then he went delusions of grandeur and he picked zeke up and they, they he's like come on and he takes him to the fence where the gate is and it's locked and, and he don't have the key because of course who would give fucking napoleon dynamite the key to the fence he's come not, on Mm-mm. he's not a key to the fence type of guy no he's not so he um doesn't have the key so he's realizing like fuck i ain't gonna be able to uh get out of here and bring you back to negan alive so zeke says give me my sword and we'll face the dead together it's our only choice and dude was like nah give me your jacket take zeke's jacket puts it on top of the fence where the barbed wire is essentially he's gonna climb out of there by itself zeke can't climb because he's been shot in the leg um so he goes to he knocks zeke down he basically goes to behead him and he's like well the the, uh, negan won't take you and chain you to the fence and um make an example out of the plan yeah make an example out of you the widow and rick but um i guess i'll just have to cut your head off and he'll just have to deal with that as a trophy instead um and he uh takes zeke's sword and he's like i guess i can make a clean chop or maybe i can make it asymmetrical and all this weird shit you know totally totally touchdown dancing you guys know y'all know what's coming um and he goes and holds the sword up like he about to cut his head off and right about then motherfucking jerry comes out of nowhere with the axe chops this nigga straight down the middle like a wishbone and you didn't see him until because all of a sudden you see ezekiel look up and you just see him like fall in half i was like what the fuck just happened that shit like something out of alien versus predator the way he cut that nigga in half y'all oh my god oh my god it was so gross but it was so cool it was and then um so yeah jerry and jerry was like screaming like wasn't no jokes or nothing he was dead serious he fucked that nigga up y'all know he always got the jokes and you could tell wherever he was that he had been through some shit on the other side of the fence where carol's having her firefight she surrenders she throws her gun she says i'm i'm I'm, I'm, just let me live i'll tell you where the others are that are hiding and they're like how many more of it is you how you know she slides her gun her handgun out but she hangs her I want to say she hangs her machine gun on the on the uh on the uh driver's side window uh window mirror, mirror thing on the outside yep. yeah she hangs it on there and so while she's surrendering and they're talking like how many more of you how da, 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 um 
and you know she's pulling her oh i'm just an old lady and you can man trust. she has mastered that switch i was like whatever she got planned she about to fuck y'all up because honey she real good at that innocent i ain't nothing but a little old woman game yeah and she one thing that's changed though it wasn't the same fragile old woman thing no it wasn't because i think that was real like yes. watching her now i feel like we saw the real trauma and ptsd of her killing all them people and shit come to bearing down on her last or last season mm-hmm. and the season before where she really just wanted to quit correct um but this time like she's not doing the whole oh and they wouldn't have bought that anyway because that's the way after you done shot 50 rounds and killed five people that's a little too much right. for us to think oh this feeble old lady but one of them niggas thought he looked like his, gran- his grandmama and walked over there and she yoked his ass up put a knife to his throat and was like get now surrender uh i'm gonna kill this nigga and he was like uh you know come on guys my bad like let's work this out and they was like joey joey i forget the word he said but it was like joey choked it let's go and they just shot that nigga up <laughs> joey took an l right shouldn't have got captured nigga like yep you botched it bye nigga bye, 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 bye. they shot him up and while they shot him carol ducked and hit a button um that was behind her which i guess the button was at all time or it was, it was okay but it must have been like because it like glanced at i was like what the fuck is that button for it must have been a little further away than the uh truck mm-hmm. so uh she used this opportunity to hit that button as they say um and when she hit the button <laughs> big red button too right of course um so when she hits the button um it opens up a fence behind them and when we had saw uh ted kaczynski walking zeke at that fence where he talked about all those your people over there there were zombies headed towards that firefight because they always go to where noise is right so when she hit the button for the fence it let these walkers in that have been wanting that have been roaming towards the firefight the whole time right because of the noise right right um so um she also um the walkers eat a couple guys mm-hmm. and so then the two dudes that are remaining because keep in mind she the one dude got killed that she took hostage two niggas get ate with the fence open right so, that so it's two, two dudes left just five five of it was five down. keep in mind when we walked in there were 10 <laughs> yes it was carol got it down to two and so um carol takes the gun from the dead the guy who you know tried to make a surrender or whatever she takes his gun she takes keys off his body and um and now they're at an impasse because the dudes who didn't get killed by the by the zombies had to turn around and start fighting the zombies uh to make sure that they couldn't you know come in and kill them from behind uh meanwhile on the other side jerry and zeke um are trying to break the lock to get out of the fenced in area and zeke's of course just like go go without me and all this shit and, and jerry's like no um he's like no your majesty he's like you don't have to call me your majesty anymore he was like dude yes i do uh and ah! so jerry's using this he was act- like look this is my job right. i'm gonna do this on the right hand on the hand of the king i've been dreaming about this my whole life all my life i've been larping let me do this right so he goes to uh jerry goes to break the lock on the gate and he's trying to use the axe to do it and he can't and he wedges it in there he tries and it breaks right that axe had been through a lot it it was time to go to the store to repair it but he missed that 
so he lost like 50 points on the axe and the axe was like fuck it mm-hmm. the durability on the axe was, it went down and so it broke when he tried to wedge it into the lock and he he did take the axe handle and stick it right into a walker's eye that was cool mm-hmm. and then this had honestly one of my favorite images ever for the walking dead honestly it, it's funny it's eight seasons in and i'm still getting these moments i really love the moment of jerry and zeke back to the fence standing off standing down these walkers like batman and robin yeah. you know D- D- zeke's injured leg and Jerry, i think jerry even turned to zeke at one point and said thank you your majesty and he said for what and he was like for just being a cool dude and then they just started and then they just started like knocking these zombies down and we know that eventually like it's gonna wear them down of but course. it was something yeah, so it was like we're gonna go out swinging yeah it was something so gutty about it and at one point you even see Ezekiel chop a zombie down and I love the way they cut this, it's a little bit clever but they kind of, the camera focuses on the gun that the zombie has in his hip, on his hip and Zeke chops it in his head, they don't show the actual chop but when you cut when they cut back there they have the gun and he's clearly shooting the zombies, Mm. so that's how Carol heard them so let's cut back to Carol real quick carol's having a standoff with the last two niggas and she's like i got all your friends ammo right just leave just leave and dudes like they was like we not leaving we gotta get these guns they gotta go somewhere and she was like the guns ain't going nowhere just fucking get out of here uh what you got after shooting out on walkers two three bullets left maybe just give up and they like we ain't we ain't giving up we got all day now carol notices the shooting in the corner sees ezekiel and jerry she gotta make a choice she gotta make a decision right now nina brought up an interesting point on twitter nina from podcast family you guys know her friend of the show she was like she should just shoot out the tires so that they can't leave now one i think there's a military i don't i'm not 100 percent sure on the whole you could just shoot out the tires on those i'm not 100 percent sure on that but also i was thinking this if you shoot out the tires then they have no reason to leave to which now you definitely can't go save Morgan and um Jerry. I mean Morgan, uh Zeke. They all look alike to me. You can't save Zeke and Jerry because these motherfuckers still there with the guns. Like either you kill them or they or like like clearly just Zeke and Jerry needing to be saved changed everything. Yes, in my did. opinion, right? Because you might could have waited them out, and you maybe she had more ammo than them and mm-hmm. all that shit. Um, but the way it was set up she basically had to make a choice and i think you know saving jerry and and zeke especially after how she's come to feel about zeke was the only choice she could have made um especially if they want us to continue to to be fans of her because that would have been a pivotal moment she let them niggas die come on um so then um the uh uh she goes and saves them keep in mind she took those keys off the dude i thought they were keys to the truck turns out they were keys to the lock mm-hmm. on the fence um now before we see her make the, the the decision to go over to the fence they get a flashback of carol and she's asking zeke that morning it seems or earlier that day if he's ever fought before mm-hmm. and if he's ever had to kill somebody before 
and he says that him and shiva killed a, a marauder in the woods and um the right he was like first me then shiva i'm like and eh, it kind of counts for the, the tiger not you but <laughs> right, that's point well, tiger you zero yeah I don't know. but he said ever since then he's been training every day and he he has how to fight he had to fight he knows how to fight so he's not worried about that so then um he told the story how he saved shiva from the injury in her cage and that's remember that's how they bonded and he said and, and basically the whole point of this conversation is to tell carol i'm not stupid and i'm not crazy mm-hmm. he's like i thought about everything before i hopped in there with the tiger to save the tiger's life right he said it wasn't like i just ran down in the tiger's cage or like a madman he was like i thought about what kind of person i wanted to be i thought about the consequences of jumping of not of going down there and helping them of not and what what could i live with what were the risk everything i thought of all that shit and then i decided i the kind of person i want to be is the kind of person that jumps in the tiger's cage because uh he had said something i forget what verb it was but he said something to her about how they were going to battle today and it was like an active verb which is like i ing like i'm becoming or doing like that's a, I, like it was it wasn't a like and we will win it was like a and he's like and we shall become the kind of people that win and she's like why would you say it that way and he was basically being like because you got to kind of actively put yourself in situations where you don't know the outcome right and you're not sure but you do it because that's the kind of person you want to be the person with integrity or the person that's brave or all that stuff it even goes back to that speech we played earlier where uh he said uh to young master henry well he was like you're um he said you will be brave because you are brave so is that like he like that's the whole point of this episode to me is this this idea of we all know because i think there's been this mystique around the kingdom of like these niggas really think he a king and and it's like no everyone's doing what zeke's doing basically um so he says to her and and i know this is this is kind of corny but it gets deep to me um so he says to her um uh uh he was benjamin told him a long time ago if you're asked to be the hero be the hero and he basically said to carol i'm wearing the mask of the king because that's what i need to do and that's what the people need and then he asked carol if she was always the way that she was gonna that she would had decided to be today and she was like no i decided i did i wanted to be this carol but life decided some things too right and he said it does and it will and he walked out but the point is to me as much as we've been looking at the facade of king ezekiel and the fake bravery and shit what about carol like we saw carol go from a broken battered woman yes a woman that that was abused then a woman who lost her child right uh she was not a warrior Mm-mm. you know like she like the, what she has become was something she had to step into and decide correct like so how is she it was just a poignant moment of similarity between these two characters because like and i'm sure all the people that are alive right now in the z-pock at some point you made a decision i'm gonna fight to live i'm gonna fight i'm gonna continue to you know i'm gonna learn a new skill i'm gonna try a new thing because the old ways and the old conveniences are gone so 
you know i enjoyed that moment and it actually kind of put into perspective a kinship between them that i had never felt before correct because i always just felt like he likes her <laughs> she likes him a little bit ah! she don't want to admit it you know but that was the first time when i went oh i guess they both kind of bullshitters to a certain extent you know we've watched carol now carol puts on the mask of the i'm an old helpless grandma but you know this this new carol like she's kind of faking it until she made it of i'm a cold killer that's gonna keep surviving anyway back at the fence carol mows down the zombies that were trying to kill zeke and gerald then i mean jerry and then uh the savers drive off with the jeep full of guns in the background and then she uses the key to open the fence and zeke says but what about the guns she's like it's too late for that uh he said and they get across the fence and she he's like we need to tell rick about the machine guns going to the sanctuary and shit and and then in the background you just hear after the truck drives off this of a motorcycle and carol says they're not getting those guns to the sanctuary Mm-mm. and i immediately sat up in my seat and went daryl <laughs> while we was watching it live because that's because they were going two different directions and then all of a sudden they realized that they had to go that way so they were actually on their way yeah i don't yeah because it because it was the dude that told them the the he told them the guns are going to gavin and i thought well that's where daryl's going for sure mm-hmm. i didn't know if rick was going i don't think rick was supposed remember rick he told rick you're gonna meet those assholes alone mm-hmm. right so maybe that was like well we'll get these guns from gavin and them and then we'll do that right it was like or, so it's best i don't know to go together than separate Right. I don't, yeah i don't know the exact logistics but i like i thought they might not have been together oh so glad they were mm-hmm. but listen y'all y'all one of the most badass action scenes car chase everything took place it was excellent it was so fucking good you cannot fade on this show on this motherfucking car chase like oh my god it was so good um they was tag teaming <laughs> like it was crashes it was motherfuckers it was a shootout it was a bunch of carnage on the road the the whole time i like hands to the side of my face just like niggas was weaving in and out and uh uh, special effects and all kinds of shit like the whole time just the only thing i had to say was was oh my god shit that happened in this fight okay so um first of all we find out that the jeep that the truck that the bad guys pulled off in they had mounted one of the guns in there and faced it to the rear mm-hmm. and they just like were driving down the street mm-hmm. they seen rick and daryl pulling up behind them and popped the trunk on their ass and the gun popped out and i said oh fuck yeah they were, they were driving down 521 the same gun that killed all them them, them kingdom peoples mm-hmm. all the knights of the kingdom right so this motherfucker starts busting just pop 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 right. so much so that daryl who gets surprised fucking 
has to pull off on his bike and like crashes almost like mm-hmm. he skids out on the bike uh eats it um and then rick is in his jeep that's fast as fuck and he's willing to shit like mario kart y'all like come on going the, around all the zombies the amount of control this nigga had on his jeep it like what done, was he, the cheat code he had done uh upgraded his mario kart mm-hmm. and so um the the truck driver swerves to kind of avoid some zombies and it knocks the dude that was has the gun it kind of knocks him around in the back he falls off the gun a little bit then he gets back on the gun and he shoots at rick and he blows a hole in the radiator of the jeep that rick's driving but rick had coordinated that shit he took them bullets on purpose swerved out the way to reveal daryl on the motorcycle with his gun who shoots this nigga on the back of the G- of the b- truck right i did not see that coming rick just went to the side i was like oh shit yeah i thought i was like oh he done fuck rick's jeep up and rick trying to avoid getting shot some more no he was just clearing the way he took them bullets it was like a a full black a full back blocking for a running back for a tailback mm-hmm. so then you know daryl kills the nigga on the back so now it's just the dude in the truck who's speeding mm-hmm. this nigga rick yes rick motherfucking jamaica grimes <laughs> shout out to us to see this nigga pulls up beside the the truck now the mil- these are military vehicles so the jeep ain't got no door and the truck ain't got no door right nobody got no doors nobody got no doors this nigga rick pulled up next looked at this nigga in his motherfucking eyes and hopped out of his truck into the mother i hopped out his jeep into the truck what nigga he hopped out his he hopped out the jeep into the truck and stabbed this dude right in his thigh he was like, oh, and then, he, ah! and then he pushed the dude out of, out of the Jeep, out of the truck onto the highway. And then, uh, he tried to like take over control of the truck, but it was kind of running off an embankment and he, and he kind of crashed the truck off the embankment. And then they show him like crawling the back up the embankment. He's, you know, he's, and Daryl goes, Hey, and then he's like, um, he's like, well, we got the gun and he goes, uh, yep you look like shit and then he was they he was like well you want to go see if this asshole's live and they turn around and go get him only thing missing was it's just the good old boys <laughs> that was the greatest motherfucking oh it was so yeah, good the car chase was awesome it was so good if you can find a way to just watch that it was so fucking dope man i love seeing our team come together for shit like that because they the baddest niggas in the z-pop and we didn't really get none of that last season because Mm -hmm. every like until the very end did we start getting them fighting back but that's the shit that i love seeing them do because i'm like they have survived so much yes they have and they have done so much and it's just we look at our group and and we don't get to see those like we want i want to see them action highlights them superhero moments and that was one yes and uh i will say this uh kind of going back to carol shout out to uh carol because i'm not even gonna lie the carol we got now is awesome Mm -hmm. it took a long way to get there because man season two carol i was like oh my god Mm -hmm. like but it was like the character had to be like that so that she could be like she is now but man as a character it's actually good writing because she annoyed me you Mm. know and being annoyed is not a bad character flaw a lot of people think because they're annoyed by a character like uh, laurie annoyed me but she annoyed me because that's the way she was written to evoke that feeling 
of just being like oh my god bitch and yeah. that's not always a bad thing yeah i mean they develop characters on the show sometimes slower than people would like but right. i love the depth that some certain characters are just always fascinating to me no matter what they're on morgan correct even when they're being annoying i don't want them to die i want them to no, change no, no. because right. that to me that's the mark of a good character mm-hmm. um certain certain people don't get that type of development so i really do be like let's just kill him because we're never you know we never learn anything about t-dog's background right you can just kill him mm-hmm. you know i didn't understand the attachment people had to him we never even got any of his life story anything but like morgan i don't want morgan to die Me we either. met him in the z-pock we seen him lose his wife Me. and his son and right all this shit like we've seen him go crazy come back we've seen him not kill we've seen him kill too much we you know like um it's just it's just amazing to see and i really want um uh, i really want more you know right so back to ezekiel jerry and carrie uh carol they're all walking towards the kingdom and they're going back down that path they had of course much less saviors now um and just them three and they get to an area where there's a creek and um carol and jerry are basically acting like crutches for zeke Mm-hmm. um and they get to a small stream and there's a chemical spill so we finally see what the fuck fucked them zombies up right that they found going up the first time yes they had the melted face and they had some cool special effects in this they fight the zombies off at one point carol shoots three of them in the head and their brains all slide out like gloop mm-hmm. which is crazy like even chemicals can't destroy these fucking walkers they melt everything in their face and shit but the brain still works somehow yes sir Ooh, that's scary i don't want to get ate by them that's how yeah. it'd be even worse than the normal mm-hmm. anyway um and so uh the zombies are in the creek and it's a very like it's not a lot of water in the creek it's just it's a very down south type creek like you know you see these little we have one in our backyard mm-hmm. it gets a little rainy you see water comes through it then it stops right right so then um zeke says uh when they get to the side of the the, of the stream where they're about to pull them out of, of the creek and they're about to walk over he turns around and just basically says i leave me and he's like i'll, I'll make a last stand i'll stick i'll fight them off he and he's giving up yeah and and it was like they literally could just pull him up out the creek and keep going but he was like i'll stop the zombies basically and they were looking like this is this is stupid jerry's like your majesty come don't do this and he's like don't call me that and then he and the thing is he broke character yes he did the first- and it and he broke it before they noticed is what i peeped because yeah he did he was like just go man and i was like mm, that don't sound like his just go man like he was, that sounded like the nigga from detroit coming out like just go man damn and he said and the dude was like come on man you my king i can't do this he's like i'm not your king go i ain't no king i'm just some guy and right before they can give let him give up and this is what i was afraid of i said this on twitter earlier in the show god damn it i did not think it was gonna happen tonight but i was like what if shiva gets ate by zombies tonight and nigga shiva showed up in the creek fucks on them little them them corrosive zombies up and then got eight mm-hmm. and zeke lost his shit I of course think that re- i mean because he was already broken but that really broke him. he lost everything today he lost everything but jerry and carol that's it like literally everybody else that came with him did not Dead. make it back like he gotta look all them families in that montage in the face and be like them people that believed in me died 
right and you could tell he was broke because when he come back he didn't have a speech right and zeke begged jerry to let him help uh shiva and jerry said you can't after that they show zeke limping back into town you know carol and jerry kind of stand to the side he has to walk through all these people that are eager to greet their family and loved ones Mm -hmm. and they see obviously he's shot he's limping nobody's with him all the braggadocio is gone no speech no uh no i smile um and he puts his hand on young henry's master henry's hand um shoulder doesn't say anything and he walks into the castle uh the house and one of the things i loved about this uh it's one of my this is a great episode the more i talk about Mm -hmm. the more i love this episode um as he walks away you just hear the so slow lonely solemn tap of his cane on the castle asphalt Mm -hmm. and it's just tap it's like a top it's like a clock ticking and it's just like he's the loneliest man in the world at that moment you know um and it just echoes out and then that's the end oh so oh so god i love this episode it was a very good episode because also i think that's the first time jerry had actually seen him out of character Mm. and i think to an extent that affected him and how he responded to him yeah i mean and it didn't like jerry lost faith or anything Mm -mm -mm. but i i just think it was a um i don't think he did either mm -hmm. it just he understood that that broke him yeah it was just a depth to this where it was like i can't even pretend that this isn't real i can't even pretend that this is um i like i have to face that this wasn't the l that it was like people died today and it's it was because of me and i do feel a way about that yeah because Um, he cares and it's okay to care right um so yeah that was the episode uh what are you looking forward to next week before we get into the emails it's gonna be interesting because uh you know look like we're gonna kind of go back to the saviors and look like they're gonna start trying to find out who told and what happened and then also um gabriel and them see what mm-hmm. happened with that see if gabriel cracks because uh, who i don't who knows how much gabriel knew mm-hmm. you know so it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with that yeah i want to see if the saviors figure out who the snitch is who they pin it on mm-hmm. yeah i don't think they're gonna pin it on dwight i think it's gonna be somebody else and how they get to negan because negan i don't gabriel gonna piss in his in his pants next week i don't know how he's not gonna piss in his pants yeah we like I mean, even in the preview make it the whole season but yeah i hope he does but go ahead but even in the preview you see like that nigga had a gun negan just has like a bat and you see negan like jump over there and grab the fucking gun from him i'm like gabriel what the fuck are you doing like what the fuck just stay in your corner hope point the gun at him and be like don't you come over here if, if you're that scared to shoot him yeah i hope um he does make it and i hope that he actually goes back up to and i don't think he'll do the hope he ends up going back up to the sanctuary um and tell what gregory did because gregory fucking lied you mean hilltop yeah i mean hilltop because gregory lied because she asked him hey what are you doing with this car and where is he mm-hmm he was always oh, just a card around. I was I like, "Catch me outside." How about that? That's what he gotta say if he ever see Gregory again. Oh, I hope he put his them hands on him. I don't think he kill him, but I hope he whoop his ass. Yeah, if if he ever see Gregory again, it's gonna be hands. Yeah, you, it, maybe it, some feet. Yeah, it ain't gonna be no talking, dog. You gotta just step to that dude. Uh, 
once and for all because he he carjacked you he tried to save his ass like that's unforgivable dog in the z-pop first of all bitch Mm -hmm. i I hope he does make it just so he could get him them hands Mm -hmm. uh all right so uh before we get the y'all's feedback don't forget this episode is brought to you by loot crate loot crate is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest best pop culture franchises um go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt get three dollars off your new subscription if you're on a quest for epic gear housewares and collectibles or you got a nerd in your life that you like to give a gift to christmas is coming give them the gift of geeking out uh sign up by the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time if you want to get in on this exclusive offer uh you get six to eight items including licensed gear apparel collectibles unique one-of-a-kind items and more november's theme is unite 2.0 join forces with the justice league of america voltron legendary defenders overwatch and mighty Morphin power rangers for a crate full of unbeatable items and i'm going to see justice league tomorrow with karen so yes uh yeah i just realized premium people probably be getting a uh spoiled movie review i hope it's good john i'm not even gonna lie all right let me open up october's crate uh now this is the crate that everybody gets like if you sign up for this this deal this is the one that you would get uh i have no idea what's in here yet Mm-mm. you guys are watching me open it live on the air we never know um all right let's see what we got Ooh, karen got a nice t-shirt uh a ghostbusters logo with neon on it yes ghostbusters that's dope man yeah, it got yeah, it's all colorful and stuff. This must be from the latest Ghostbusters. You know what it is? I ain't scared of no ghost. <laughs> uh we got Thor versus Loki, a um collectible um uh Marvel um uh little like action figure thing, like a little stand in. You take this it's in pieces, basically you take it, you put it together, and you sit it on a stand that they provide for you. Mm-hmm. And you have this little action scene um of Thor versus Loki. I love putting these on my uh shelf. I have a shelf in the other room that has all these things on it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Stranger Things. Eleven versus a Demogorgon. This is a scene from season one um super emo friends line of art since 2009 luke craig has partnered with salvador jay salvador to create exclusive figure over renditions of his drawings and paintings for the very first super emo scenes and this emotionally intense moment stranger things 11 uses her immense telekinetic powers against the demogorgon in order to keep her friends safe while also saying goodbye uh this was sad i remember this last season um but yeah so i'll i'll stand this scene up once again uh put it on the wall put it on the shelf somewhere um like i love these things man and so this is what it looks like so Aww, you guys can see so cute. and it comes with like a stand and everything um and lastly uh oh i got a buffy the vampire slayer bookmark ah wonderful because you like be asking steak. for the bookmark for all the stuff you be reading and shit yeah i was just asking for a bookmark last week and i got a harry potter one uh and then the the button for october was uh mythical and it's a monster it looks like dracula all right let's uh so like i said lootcrate.com slash tbgwt mm-hmm. offer code tbgwt and much like 
carol at uh the savior compound it's time for y'all to speak to a manager with yeah what's your feedback uh <laughs> she did go full i like to talk to a manager when she surrendered though um what i'm gonna do a little different this time is you guys left feedback a couple of comments on the episode we did of the recap on sunday since we're doing two in a week i'm gonna go ahead and read those first okay and then i'll read the two from the emails we got okay um so uh let's see uh d ramsey ph dunn says when i noticed the pop-up yesterday i ignored it i hate that i'm listening 24 hours later mama karen looks all tanned in the glow of the white woman of color down in the island ah! and oops five stars there you go dune dragon says tbgwt the only place to get your ghetto geek on welcome back karen i can't lie your voice in this episode sounded so relaxed thank you almost like a midnight hour dj rod take the metrics and make sure queen karen stays as stressless as this to my walking dead hot takes i'm so relieved that there's no morales backstory episode but the way daryl took him out i feel that they shot that scene with morales surviving and one with him dying in the other <laughs> when they did the polls asking how you felt about morales and as morales did not get any real good feedback he was cut out now i'm ta- i'm taking a bunch of pow's back to the base in the z park uh, if I'm taking a bunch of POWs back to the base in Z-Pot, courtesy demands they shut the F up on the route. Gerald, the, yeah, Jared the Whistler could have been attracting zombies, sending some code to people waiting in the bushes, distracting Morgan's crew from an ambush, anything. Jesus could have given Gerald uh, a backhand and told him to shut up and the whole conflict with Morgan would have been averted. The writers make Morgan lie so deep the i'm not right line was a double entendre i'm not right as in i'm not right in the head as well as i'm not right for wanting to kill and the once you have turned referring to the saviors as if he was talking about the zombies this is an episode to watch multiple times yeah that shit was so super Mm -hmm. deep uh and to be a man of so little words but mean so much come on king superflies montage had me playing 18 music in the background uh gregory flip flops so hard like a shack board shattering drunk 10 a.m he is he is standing with a thumb in the belt next to negan 10 30 he's abandoning our gabriel 2 p.m he's begging for his life at the gate Ah! looking for human compassion and at 2 15 p.m he wants the pow's to be kept out of the gate jellyfish have more backbone he is the little thing of the walking dead yeah but with way less cunning yeah and the thing is he doing the shit that everybody claim they want but yet everybody go you a piece of shit but that's what everybody wants. nobody likes greg but you listen to people that talk about they, this show they oh i would just say this i would just do that i'm like and you would look like a piece of shit that's the problem you got to figure a way to survive the z-pop without looking like the the, the greedy selfish piece of shit you claim to be because don't nobody want to be around that person like you got like if you're gonna work if you decide that working in groups is the best way to survive you gotta find a happy medium between protectionist and trusting like it's gotta be a happy medium but people always err on the side of like i would just poison everybody's drinks while they sleep i'm like and then you be by yourself when the zombie showed up and died i don't like what are we gonna do anyway more polaroids being taken by rick i hope how it was is used is not going to be anticlimactic trying to keep the comments as short as possible but sharing it with tvgwt family is too good to hold back another great podcast guys and gregory's voice open your heart <laughs> please forgive my long ass comments and read it on your podcast p.s a melanin challenge friend that i put onto the podcast complained to me that you went too hard on white men on the sexual harassment i told him he didn't catch when you guys had the kazi show theme music almost every episode and the kazi count was going from 12 to 36 
yeah all of them can get it i don't give a fuck i mean if if sexual harassment was a white thing i mean (laughs) it's a male thing it's a and and honestly it's a power thing thing. but it's mostly a male thing because men are have most of the power you know not and i'm not gonna hashtag not all men it on our show like Mm -mm. you know y'all will see when we do taking out the trash man men with power do a lot of fucked up shit to women um and uh yeah i'm not required to have any loyalty to you Uh, if anything i really hate when people throw it in my face that i have to be loyal to black people that are sexual offenders as if it's okay you know you know um so you know i don't oh go ahead oh no problem and that's the thing when it comes to it men don't want to get that work but they always want to hand it out to other people you want to always put other people in motherfucking groups but when everybody puts you you in the group it's hashtag not on me but it's all oh, them bitches and hoes this all oh, them mamas ain't shit oh why she going for child support and you, you you don't use this but hashtag not all women you don't ever say that shit yeah uh, also the thing i want to point out for our show for our integrity mm-hmm you know um if you listen to balls these sports um you know how we talk about sexual assault in sports and, and it majority of that is us having to talk about black men being accused of sexual assault and the probability that they did that shit you know the right. things that the, the the cases the things that people try to sweep out of the way the evidence people don't want to talk about we end up having to talk about that shit you know i don't like doing it um nate parker you know i know we lost listeners behind that shit like but if if i'm gonna be consistent and true and have some integrity then that's what i'm gonna do the problem is with a lot of people that listen to to the show they want to write in or they want to be they want to have the complaint about their thing and they never stop and think is this just my thing is it just like did i laugh at this when it was the catholic church but when it was the baptist church when it was eddie long i was all of a sudden i was tight you know because we talked about that too you know yes we did you know if you if, if if you have uh if you think we're going too hard on louis ck or kevin spacey or harvey weinstein or any of these people then i i, I guess we're just not the show for you you right. know and i understand that but um i don't feel like we're going too hard and honestly if anything i feel like we get we're hella reasonable about some of this shit because yes, i i don't have are. all the answers i don't know what you do about sexual offenders i don't know how you how how they re-enter society i don't know how people trust them again i don't Mm -hmm. have you know the i don't have the answers but i do know that us sweeping it the sweeping it under the rug or taking it easy or worrying about like these these poor men that preyed on these women what will happen to them right and acting like this shit don't exist and the thing is people that come out and complain you're you're complacent and you and on the low when you complain about us talking about sexual assault when black people do it when black men particularly do mm-hmm. it and, and other people do it you're basically saying the system is okay the way it is and why are you challenging it and why should it change well it? he's saying white men not black men mm-hmm. we go he's saying we go too hard on white men yeah but and, and that still goes to why are you trying to change the system why is everybody speaking up why right. you know you still go back to the foundation of there's something wrong with people speaking out there's something wrong with you calling men out for being fucked up there's something wrong with you saying hey this shit ain't right there's something wrong with you saying don't do this shit because just like people talk about um you know how white people should talk to their people about racism you know it's one of those things where men need to talk to other men about this because we said it before men are 
men are in a spot with their privilege and men see other men do shit that sometimes women don't we don't see because we're women you know men do shit in front of other men sometimes they just wouldn't do in front of their woman so when they do fucked up shit most dudes don't say shit right what i'm trying to say in addition to what you're saying what i'm saying is when we talk about black men who've done this and, and you weren't you weren't offended you didn't feel a way about that but then we said something about a white man and you were what does that say you know what i'm saying like like i said people cherry pick their issues on what they call but i feel very morally consistent i feel that we are very um pragmatic and dogmatic in our approach you know so i don't know just had to deal you know and if you can't listen to this go find some other shit that you can listen to i'm totally fine with that it ain't no hard feelings Mm -hmm. every show is not for everybody there's plenty of shows people that are my friends people i like well i'm like and the show's not for me so you know it's totally fine but yeah i'm never gonna feel bad about talking about white people you know and i'm never gonna feel bad about talking about um racism in america and all that shit Mm -mm. um and it your feelings are not my responsibility when it comes to your privilege Mm-mm, that's so. not like something you need to get together and you work need to work on that's the thing your little feelings get hurt and all of a sudden your little feelings becomes everybody else's problems right maybe you'll toughen up you know what i'm saying i'm not really worried about the privileged feelings of people in certain situations like Mm-mm. oh well because that's been the problem your privilege is the problem you not caring you opting out is part of the problem too uh ev says jesus is trash kill those motherfuckers trust and believe them not killing those saviors jared especially is going to come back and bite them in the ass i can't believe that people were wondering what happened to morales after all this time i can tell you what happened to morales with absolute certainty that nigga dead (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we got a couple more emails turk says hi guys this episode was a 10 out of 10 i was clutching my pearls the whole time it left me with so many questions since ezekiel sleeps in a do-rag do y'all think that negan has ever seen his black wife in one of tommy tammy roman's bonnets it's the only way her hair can be so laid yeah who was doing her hair in the z-pop ezekiel is really out here being jerry's obama huh just inspiring hope in the most dire situ- uh, circumstances um there's no <laughs> yeah he definitely ain't want to let him die there's no good motherfuckers really just let shiva get jumped like these no good motherfuckers really just let shiva get jumped like safari mm, not just shameful yeah nobody even fired a bullet out for him uh for shiva the knights of the kingdom were wearing that hot ass armor but that shit wasn't bulletproof i hope somebody files a complaint with hr <laughs> yeah they got that stormtrooper armor right and finally is this what victory looks like all all of gavin's saviors died but a few social justice warriors make it that's really depressing well that's war right that's war like everybody wanted to go to war everybody wanted to fight and this was rick and and all the leadership positions except for uh well even hilltop all the leadership positions last year were trying to avoid a war right they was trying to avoid it and this is really the last thing that they wanted to mm-hmm. do um and that's the thing a lot of people have been kind of let's fight let's fight let's fight and rick was like that's kind of the last thing we want to do and that goes back to why rick was like i don't want nobody else to die you know like he fought against that for a very long time but nobody respected him and the thing is now you respect him but people gonna have to die for that respect 
we are halfway to the halfway point i hope this war is over by the mid-season finale um because this show has me stressed out for our crew peace turk i hope this war lasts all season i think it will i i i I think we're gonna we i think because the way they built it up i don't see them doing a half a season i see this whole season being nothing but war they might wrap it up the last few episodes but i think this entire season is going to be nothing but war nothing but fighting and nothing but death and dying because that's what happens in the war yeah i just think the the cucking lasts all season so i need the water last all season come on make up for it uh and then after this like you know we'll see what they do because i don't want too much of the prosperity episodes of them organizing this shit i still need them to have some challenges when the next bad group shows up right uh last one eve right saying hi rod and karen who would have thought that all it took was a zombie apocalypse to end racism all those white people taking bullets for a brother with dress right ain't that the dream I, like when i saw that scene i remember thinking you guys may find zeke to be too much i on the other hand think if talking in a shakespearean accent will get white people to jump in front of me and die for reparations i am with it you know i'll be up in there talking my ass off um and even after all those people died they were still protecting his ass like damn racism is truly over in that world and yet there are only two members left on this team zeke was still successful because he and carol on uh he had carol on this team carol's a motherfucking g if there were a hundred savers and only carol trapped in the compound my money is on carol yeah it's like that scene in um uh oh god what's the name of that why am i drawing a blank um the movie zack snyder directed with the superheroes but it was like a dark world they had the comedian as one of the heroes roshak was one of the heroes y'all know what i'm talking about in the chat room i know y'all know what i'm talking about um anyway watchmen the watchmen yes is that scene where roshak is in prison and the bad guys think they're gonna fuck him up and he he kills one of them and he's like i'm not trapped in here with you you're trapped in here with me and i'm like oh my god that's how i felt when carol was in there come on rest in peace shiva i haven't cried this much over a fictional tiger since my little brother ate the last bowl of frosted flakes during a blizzard ah and he couldn't get to the store to get more yeah i haven't cried that much over a tiger since uh he hit that that since he he hit that driving that mailbox in his driveway when he was on them pills and he never won a tournament after oh tiger i wish they would have kept her around longer but i figured sooner or later the saviors probably would have shot her anyway so glad that jeremy uh that jeffrey um Dahmer looking motherfucker was killed he was giving me the crease i guess he had to split (laughs) he did he did have to split guys jerry wanted to ask him a question all right guys that's it we'll be back um uh saturday for feedback so and like i said premium people see you in the morning at 10 for ballsy sports uh freemium people this too much uh is coming back friday at 10 Mm a.m be on the lookout until then i love you i love you too